0: Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume.
4: It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. Might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out same-game parlay plus. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code JANDJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer must be 21 and over and select state's gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, November 28th. And we're fresh off Thanksgivings and birthdays and all kinds of good shit. Excited to be talking to y'all. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by my friend, my dear friends. My dear friends. LeJethro <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And as always, we're coming to you live on the Amazon AMP app at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, Mondays and Thursdays. And then we're in your regular podcast uh, feeds after that so you can always tap in with us live if you if you are listening to this on one of the other services we will be live like i said 8 a.m 11 a.m every monday and thursday you can follow us on the amazon amp app fellas our boy turned 40
2: Nigga, officially old nigga 40, water. 40 yeah. god damn <laughs> nigga shit bro shit what's crazy is like being 40 is not as crazy, but when you think about, damn, I've been on this earth 40 years. You know what I mean? That's where it's like, wow. You know, and it, it, what shocked me more about anything is how fast it came. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I still remember and feel shit, like, from when I graduated high school. Like, like I can see it in my head, dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, smell the smell still. And I'm I'm already 40. Shit, wild, G um
4: twitter's been enjoying the videos uh adrian put up a couple of john's best friends adrian came out tyler came out surprised him uh love the videos man and tyler you are a fucking madman bro
2: (laughs) realest nigga on the planet dog
4: tyler shaving all friends everywhere in america flew out From, from Virginia to go out for dinner and drinks and then flew back at 6 a.m. Bro, the bro. next day.
2: <laughs> nigga, nigga, we, nigga got there at 7, right? You feel me? And left at 6. For another friend that was in town that he's known yeah. since he's a kid, like, this nigga was <laughs> satisfied. all Bro, best friend <laughs> on the planet yeah. to all friends, nigga. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: I, I, I had the had Thanksgiving Thursday with the fan. Friday flew out to see my boy. Uh, I, I couldn't have stayed the whole week because, like you said, my, my homeboy, who I ain't seen in like five years, would be my dog since middle school. He was back in town, so we kicked it on Saturday. So, just a Friendsgiving weekend for your boy, man. You know, right. I wouldn't have missed that shit. You know what I'm saying? Adrian uh, reached out to me like last week, was like, you know what I'm saying? we going to goddamn, you know, pop up on John on, on the birthday boy and some surprise shit. I didn't know if I was going to be able to swing because, like I said, you know, I told my homeboy, you know yeah. what I'm saying, that we were going to kick it that weekend, but we moved the shit from Friday to Saturday. He stuck around an extra day to make the shit work. So, man. so yeah, I man. I
2: appreciate him too. Shit.
1: For sure, for sure, for yeah. Wouldn't miss it for the world, bro. Happy to, happy you fucking exist. Happy you hit the big forty. Happy for the friendship we have. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you in the text, bro. The first time we kicked it, we were some broke ass twenty somethings. I had to fucking <laughs>
2: greyhound
1: it. To Austin, you know what and I'm then
2: saying? We had twelve niggas in a van driving down yep. from St. Louis, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right,
1: right. Got goddamn twelve deep in, in one hotel room. And right, shit. right. You know and what I'm saying? And, and,
2: you feel me? Yeah, yeah. And and, <laughs> and, and you had know what carpet and, in the damn fucking bathroom, bro. <laughs> right, was and down now, and he,
1: Yeah, and now we some. You know, we were some broke scrambling twenty something. Now we some some well off old heads who can you know drop a bag just to kick it with the homie for a few hours and. You know, it's 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 beautiful that we've all been successful on, you know, the individual routes that we've gone down, but I appreciate how we've been successful on this podcast and shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, all three of us making this shit happen. I don't take the shit for granted that we are getting paid to talk to each other. Three fucking friends getting paid money just to have conversations with each other, bro. It's a wild fucking existence. But like I said, John, love you, bro. So motherfucking happy that you here. So happy you exist. Happy 40th. You know what I'm saying? Lo- love how you moving in the working world and the family man world, all that shit, man. My nigga for life, dog.
2: Man, I was, I was, I don't mean trip off my birthdays. I ain't the type of nigga to make a fuss, you know what I'm saying, about shit. So mm-hmm. I know 40 is supposed to be a big year, but it's just another day, you feel me? So like, birthdays to me are like that. For whatever reason, I never really tripped off of them. I might make a big deal yeah. out of somebody else's, but just not my own, you know? So like, uh, I was just like, man, I, I was like, we'll wait till we get to Christmas. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, when, when, I, when we're in Atlanta to celebrate with my whole family, y'all know I'm homesick every fucking day, and I be missing the fuck out of my my people. So I was like, oh, let's wait till, till we get then, there. So when uh when I put up at the crib, because we spent the night at, at Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying, with Rother's people and shit. And that was fun. The food was good. I was home court, cracking jokes, had all my my Indian family laughing and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was having fun and shit. But uh, pulled up, and I'm like, there's a big some balloons out front. I'm like, what the fuck she got going? I ain't even bathed yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want all of this shit. You know what I mean? And then it was Adrian behind the door, nigga. And I'm like, like, you know I'm pussy, so I immediately start crying. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like I'm like, damn, like you brought my like, my, I, like I know this. I'm I'm coming in at 40. I was like, I was telling you, Tyler, it's good to you know what I'm saying, be with niggas that like known you from. When I was fucking driving Honda using my work card to buy sneakers and shit, you know? <laughs> my work credit card because yeah. I didn't <laughs> have the bread or the credit to get a real credit card, you know what I mean? When I was yeah. Capital One Shouty, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh it, 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 it was just crazy to see him and then, you know, like we went to dinner, I thought it was over with, we cool. I'm like, we gonna go to the driving range and fuck around a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And uh <laughs> then you come to the door I'm like nigga stop playing with me <laughs> Mike pulled up on us and shit man I was like damn bro like shit was just beautiful man like like I said I'll make a fuss but y'all made me feel special you know what I'm saying so I'll never never forget that for the rest of my life I appreciate that I'm holding on to this forever dog like I'll be telling like y'all the podcast shit cool like whether whether this goes away or not hopefully we 80 years old doing this, but we, if we ain't, yeah. the group chat never going nowhere. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas gonna nick. No. You know what I mean? We <laughs> 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 Together. You feel me? So for sure, man. I appreciate y'all. For real, for real, the
4: Podcast man. is never going away. They're, yeah. gonna, have to, they're gonna have to fire Fry us my at some point. <laughs> <laughs> You feel me? Uh, We're gonna yeah, be 78 man. talking about this brand of wheelchair is bullshit. Like, right, right. <laughs> hey, and hey, it's gonna be vibes.
2: Too. It's gonna be a lot of laughs, still a lot of weed smoke. You feel me? Hell yeah! I, uh,
4: I I I came out late. I, I was covering a football game, and we came out late. I appreciate you staying up an extra 15 minutes so I could come in. But I, I, I'm driving out there with my friend with the with other Tyler. It was Long good time. to meet
2: other Tyler too. I, I, I yeah. think yes. I met him That's once. No, I haven't met him before. I haven't met him before. Yeah, I, yeah,
4: yeah. He was he yeah. was he was excited to get to to me. I talk about you guys all the time. Obviously, he listens to yeah. the pods sometimes and stuff. So, but we're driving out, and I was exp- <laughs> I was explaining what Tyler did. And yeah. he looked at me and he's like, so he stunned on you pretty fucking hard. And I was like, yeah. <laughs>
2: bro, crazy. I saw Tyler like he's like, I gotta be out at six. I'm like, nigga, you flew out here for twelve hours. You in the you in, you in the airport longer, than you gonna be here? He's like, bro, I had to get out here. I'm like, nigga, you really the realest nigga. Crazy. Yes, it's crazy. it's a
4: slight then- scale of friendship. Cause for me, driving from Pasadena to LA after work is like, wow. This is you really in my heart, bro. You're in every ventricle of my heart. and Tyler's I know that, too. I know Virginia. that, too.
2: You carried it up. No, I mean, even when you come in from Pasadena, I'm like, I noticed that late, you know what I'm saying? I know you really, you know what I'm saying? I really appreciate it. But,
3: yeah, that but, uh, shit But, but
2: I, but I, but I, I want to talk about what we talked about at your back porch
4: was like the funniest shit. You got your, your, the homies are in town. You turn it 40. You got the table at the Soho house. We're going <laughs> to cut it up. We're gonna be out till
2: two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. I told y'all, you know what I'm saying? When I was say, Rother's like, put your ring on. I'm like she like, put your ring on, you know what I mean? We go out, nigga. We the most marriedest, regularest <laughs> niggas out there, bro. Every family man-ass drink. dinner we had, bro. bro. Bro, bro. We had more rounds of chocolate chip cookies than fucking drinks, nigga. You feel me? We, we, I, I told you, I looked at the clock. I thought it was fucking 13 o'clock. It was 10.30, nigga. I told you that. That, 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 that motherfucker, Tom, say, bitch, you old. I remember when we got in the car, I was like, Because I had been out for real since Somi. You know what I'm saying? We got in the car. We playing some motherfucking uh, No Flocking and shit. I'm like, damn, I feel young again. I felt it for like eight seconds. We got that (laughs) motherfucker. I was like, shit, nigga. Niggas is tired as a motherfucker. We was in bed at 11. We we was at home by 11. Was finna be in bed by 11.30. So Tyler was like, yo, man. Mike coming through. You know, he, he said he had to say it, nigga, Because you would have walked, no, you walked no. to the crib and every light would have been off. Bro, I was about to say,
1: house was quiet and dark as fuck, bro. I, like, right. I had to whisper to you that Mike was coming because everyone
3: was sleeping. was asleep, I bro. I like, pull you to the side and Andrew was
2: like, man, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Because he was upset. If we got up at, like, four or something, he was like, I'm yeah. sorry, man. I got I got to cash out. You know, he be, that nigga be smoking, too. So, that nigga was. <laughs> But yeah, man. You said Jeez. you said
4: 10:30 came through and hit you like Thor's hammer, bro. Nigga, Just that like shit right,
2: Bitch, <laughs> you all go home, nigga. Take your old ass home, nigga. <laughs> bro, my oh, fuck. It was like, bro, we was so like, we we were like on the our best behavior possible. <laughs> like dude, I, I don't even think I noticed the woman the whole time. Like dude, I don't where they in there like she, bro, like put the rig on. I'm like, you don't know how cooked I am, dog. Like shit. <laughs> bro.
1: We had pizza and cookies we like had a fucking pizza. honor roll dinner. A honor roll kid lunch. Sharing it, sharing it. Sharing one pizza and getting two it. rounds of cookies. <laughs> and, and a fucking you guys one had round an round an end season
4: back you guys had an end of season youth team get together, <laughs> right. bro.
2: We, we was talking about that shit too. We uh, while we were there too, our taste ain't really changed. You know, what I'm saying I have my Air Max ninety sevens on, my swishy pants, and the motherfucking we, what's it called? The uh, what's it the what's it called again? Soul House. The swishy mm-hmm. pants on in the Soul House, and a hoodie, nigga. I'm dressed the same way I was in fourth grade, motherfucker. <laughs> <right. laughs> I, I, I put on the same shit I put on for the motherfucking Friday party You know what I mean shit. Same
4: shit Alright um, Let's talk about a man who's not been a good friend To black people yes. <laughs> What a segue One, one yeah. Jerry
1: Joan <laughs> One Joan Jerry, Jerry Joan, Joan the hell, hell you doing? doing
4: historical edition Uh <laughs> <laughs> he was I, curious, is, that's what he
2: was doing. He was being curious, according to him.
4: Yeah, I've never seen someone get caught in 4K before the invention of color <sighs> film. Um, <You're> right. But <laughs> Jerry Jones <laughs> managed to do it. Story in the Washington Post. Um, I think Tyler had this story 10 seconds after it came out or something. You texted oh. me, yeah. you, you, you. I had a lot of people text me that story, and you beat everybody that day. But <laughs> Jerry Jones uh, was at not the... the you know, infamous Little Rock 6, but like North Little Rock or something yeah. was one of the crowd of white students who was physically barring black students from attending the high school on the day that the schools had been desegregated. Um, his excuses in the story, I think we'll get to are pretty preposterous. But um, <laughs> I think this has been a really interesting conversation. And there's been a lot of comparison with like, oh, why does Kyrie have to do x x x and X and Jerry Jones doesn't? But I would just start with this, the the true fact of this from both of you, right, is that this does not surprise you, and mm-hmm. I think that that's a big part of where the reaction comes from across the country. Would you agree with that, Tyler?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I got a lot to say about this uh, soggy big toe looking motherfucker right now. <laughs> <there>. um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 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 here's here's the thing about the whole Jerry piece. Like you said, you know, the whole knee jerk reaction from everyone was. You know, are we really surprised? And of course, we're not. No, you know that that wasn't the point, you know, or the purpose of the article. None of us are surprised that you know a 15 year old white boy in Arkansas was present in a crowd that was you know harassing and assaulting black kids. You know, you know, you know who were trying to just desegregate their school. You know, the article wasn't you know like I told y'all, it wasn't a an an expose or a gotcha piece. It was. I feel like the article used that photographic evidence of Jerry at that hate rally as a backdrop. You know, a backdrop to pose this question. Um, You know, you were present at a hate rally where the aim was to halt the progress of black people. And now your abysmal record in regards to hiring black coaches indicates you still might be on the side of impeding black progress in the NFL now. You know, so 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 that was a question that was posed. You know, is this who you are? Is this who you were then? Is this who you've always been? Because history isn't on his side in the first instance back in 1957 and his 33 year old record of ownership where he's never hired a black coach. Um, has only had two black coaches as offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators in 33 years. The last one in 2008. Like that record isn't on your side on this issue either. And I think it was a great job by the writers um, here to hold Jerry accountable on on both of these fronts. Because goddamn, did this motherfucker try to dodge accountability on both of these shits? Like 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 the first instance. Um, I'm, I'm gonna read the quote. Because I think people have just reduced it to, yeah, this is just what happened in 1957 Arkansas, and boy, they are really selling Jerry short on how much he tried to bullshit us (laughs) all Right. (laughs) Let let, let me pull this (laughs) motherfucker up. All right, so, hold up. I had this picture. All right, so Jones said he was there only to watch, not participate. I don't know that I or anybody anticipated or had a background of knowing what was involved. It was more of a curious thing, he said. Jerry, fuck, you are full of shit. Like, you knew damn well (laughs) what you were going to was a hate rally where the intention was to make life hell for these black kids who just sought to do something, you know, as fundamentally human as going to school. You knew damn well what it was because the week before, on November 2nd, 1957, the Little Rock Nine happened where where they desegregated, you know, Central High and Little Rock, which I'm sure was the biggest story in the nation at the time. And I know for damn sure it was the biggest story in Arkansas at that time. Right. right. So you, so, so you saw the hate, you saw the vitriol, <laughs> you saw the violence that the Little uh, Rock Nine was handed by that racist mob. So you knew what you were going to when you showed up to your high school 10 miles away a week later. Right. So, you know, whether you went with malicious intent, you know, only Jerry Jones truly knows that. But that, you know, well, golly gee willikers, I didn't know what a pickle I was getting myself into. Bruh. That leaving the beaver shit right there ain't gonna fly on this one. You knew Dale well what it was, you know what I'm saying? So, and um, to pivot to present day, right? Uh, his excuses for his terrible record on hiring black coaches that shit don't hold up either. To give you the Cliff Notes version, right? Jerry says, uh, you know, I believe it's a meritocracy where the guys who who are the best networkers get the most doors open for them, which puts the onus on black coaches for not being great networkers, which just isn't true. The very issue here is that there are certain networks that black coaches are not allowed in. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the issue at its core here. NFL coaching hires, by and large, are not a meritocracy. It's largely nepotism. It's the good old boys network where white men are pulling other white men up. That's the issue here. So, you know, like I said, the question for Jerry, Jerry remains this. 65 years ago, you know, you claim to be nothing more than just, you know, a curious bystander dead in the middle of a racial crisis where you were a kid who was perilous to social norms at the time. Now you've been on the front lines in the league where you have more pull than anyone, even
2: the committee Period.
1: for the last 30 years or so. A league that has its own racial crisis going on in regards to its shameful history of hiring black coaches. And your record on them on the on that matter is as dismal as it gets. So it's more than fair to reach back to 1957 to ask the same question today, which is, are you truly just some innocent bystander here? Or are you actively gatekeeping opportunities for white people? Because, like I said, history isn't on your side in 1957. And your record on this matter is not on your side in 2022.
2: The, the fact that he was saying he was curious in 1957 in Arkansas, like racism literally wasn't every fucking where, you know right. what I mean? Like, like motherfucker, the same shit happened the day before, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just crazy that he would think that that's the, the, like the, the, the excuse or just speak against it. Say that, you know what I'm saying? Bro, my nigga. Yeah. Like I was there and it was, you know, it was wrong. He, he had opportunity to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he didn't do that as well. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. The, uh, the way he's responded, you know, to, 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 to that particular question kind of makes, like, kind of stamps how he's acting currently. You know what I mean? Being that he didn't speak against how, the the, action, the things that were going on. He just decided to make a really fucking s- silly excuse that, you know, like, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I think he's
4: he's performing the fallacy that is how white people view historical racism and present day racism and kind of how america processes its own story which is he's pretending that racism is something that happened not something that people were doing right Mm -hmm. and so the photo is pretty clear he's not standing off to the side he's standing between the black students and the entrance to the school with now, he might not have been the dude with the cigarette in his mouth and a finger in a black kid's face, but you're standing behind that guy. So you,
2: you feel can. Me? Uh, he might be on that guy's have, side. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're on the side and of that guy. He might
4: even, in his own head, believe, oh, I, you know, I grew up in a racist area. I was going to see what was happening. But that's not what you were doing. You were right. standing between those kids and the entrance to the school. <coughs> and Tyler's exactly right. And, and the writers of the piece were right. And I, I agree with you. It was a great piece in drawing a connection to. The current day, because he's doing the same thing, well, I'm just hiring the people that network the best. He's acting as though he's powerless. he's just seeing what happens with the coaching situation. you know what I mean? It's like you are the co- you are the owner of the Cowboys? No one could send a more clear and powerful message about giving black coaches an opportunity than Jerry Jones, and no one has done less. To- <laughs> to maybe in American sports,
2: maybe in yeah. American sports he might be you know what I'm saying? Like that's America's team in every way in all sports, you know what I'm saying? But well, yeah, like you like you said it's something that just happened. Like black kids on the What what did the black kids think about you on the other side? What do the coaches on this side think about you? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, he doesn't he doesn't see that. And it's obvious. And that and, and
1: that's another thing. Like <laughs> we cannot make Jerry Jones the fucking victim here. We cannot, you know, l- lament the, the innocence of youth on Jerry Jones' mm-hmm. part here. You know, the, the innocence of youth, the, the, the naive, you know, young kid. We're not going to do that with him. But he was 14,
2: people, Tyler. He was 14.
1: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> because there are there are six kids in this story who deserve sympathy. Right. It's those black kids Facts. who went through hell to just try to go to school. You know? So, yeah, miss me with that shit. Talking to you, Stephen A. Eh?
2: Of course what we talking to that. that? Weird, I can't believe that nigga put them motherfucking tap dance shoes on and did that motherfucking song right. and dance in front of the whole internet. This is the stance you choose? You know what I'm saying? Starts off. I'm very fond of Jerry Jones. (laughs) 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 Bitch! First, <laughs> this nigga got on the internet. <laughs> that motherfucker really got on my on the television on Beyonce's internet and shared that he had to. Not only did he share it online, he had to pick that clip. That's how it works. This is the clip you share, bro. This is the stance he wanted to take, not only on that TV show, but everybody else that didn't watch. This is what I want to let you know as well. You know, I'm very fine. He was 14, Tyler. He was 14, My Nick, what the fuck? Like you said, what them all the other kids on the other side what, 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 how were they? You know, those are the victims. It's just so wild that this man took that fucking stance, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, 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 it's flat out and it's like I'm, I'm like out of all things to say in this situation regarding that. That's where you go. You know what I'm saying? the dude with the history he has in the league, the image we see, you know what I'm saying? He was only 14. Nigga, if you was a, a the, the black kid on the other side, was he only 14 to you? You know what I'm saying? Right. If that was your family, then is that, is that your, he's only a 14-year-old kid to you? Fuck you mean, bro? That's right. just wild. That's <laughs> wild. Jer- Jerry From his is
1: old not ass. the victim here. Jerry is not the victim here. The worst thing that's happening to Jerry 65 years later is he has to answer some questions. That's fucking it. Like <laughs> that, that, the, the shit that those kids went through, That shit was traumatizing. They they reached out to one of the six kids and he said, my life changed forever that day. My worldview changed forever that day. He said, it traumatized me in a way that shaped my entire worldview. Right, and all, and, and that's something that that man had, has, has had to live with. That's something that all these uh, those six kids who went through that shit had to live right. with every day. And I'm sure these people, these hecklers, these motherfuckers who were who were who just put those kids through hell on that morning, they just went about their day, went about their week, went about. It was their, a Monday. It was lives. a Monday to them. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was it was just a Monday, and then Tuesday happened the next day. While while these kids went through that hell, that trauma, and it and like that one guy said, it fucking shaped his worldview forever, impacted him in a way that 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 you know made him leery of white people leery of america you know and rightfully so because this country is not on our side you know what i'm saying but he and he had that harsh lesson that day so no jerry is not the fucking victim here we're not gonna make him one
4: yeah i think stephen a is actually first of all the the choice of the word fond (laughs) (laughs) was the last time you said you were fond of someone Like, I don't think I've ever
1: said that I'm
2: fond I'm of fond people. of like, yeah. I, I don't say I'm fond of humans. I say I'm fond of other things. You know what I'm saying? Like,
4: <laughs> I'm fond of sunsets. Like, right. You know what I guess, mean? I'm fond of dogs. About that man, like
2: he was a baby you know what what deer. Or right. Something. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm fond <laughs> of Jerry Jones.
4: Nigga, bro. I think um, Stephen A. is kind of proving the point you were just talking about, Tyler, with hiring coaches, which is. I'm familiar with stephen a's story um, i've a lot I've had a lot of respect for him and his journey and what it took to, you know for him to get to the level he is, but this is exactly it, which is that in sports like it's it's all networking and it's all how comfortable are the people at the next level with accepting you up to that next level right and that's how you end up with a dude who I don't think Stephen A. Smith, I mean, this is a sucker ass fucking comment, but I don't think he's like a, I don't think he's that type of a person, but I just think this is like, you're sniffing around for access. You're sniffing around for connections and you keep passing up those levels. Like there's been a certain amount of ass has been kissed. You know what I mean? And someone on Twitter said it best, bro. Like it's okay to just say, Hey, I know this person personally and I'm sitting this one
2: out. You can say
4: that. It's okay not to say that.
2: (laughs) It's okay to not say, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I just, But we saw the same shit
4: with Robert Sarver. We saw the same shit with Robert Sarver. Anytime, I'm sure if we go back and look closely enough, people said the same shit about Donald Sterling. You go back, any one of these big figures that a story like this comes out about, and some people, all they can see is what that person did for them personally and not who they are in the world. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, all right. But you don't have to come out and say he's a great guy and I'm fond of him. You could just it's, sit it out.
2: <laughs> it's it. It was wild for me to hear. What's your boy name? The shooter that was on the um the Heat, the deep ball shooter that played with Bron. The play. No, no. Nah, nah, the um the the, the he he uh, he barely played, but he he was with the Robert Sarver situation. They quoted him. Oh, you know, um,
1: I'm I'm James Jones.
2: James Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was interesting. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was weird hearing James Jones say, like, after hearing all these people say this shit, you know, this is not the Robert Sarver I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was weird. It was. You know what I'm saying? But for him to come out and take this stance, like, to defend him, to defending Jerry, as if he, you know what I'm saying? As if he's the victim. Right. And then, like, like yeah. a, 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 against, the, like, bro, there is an image, like, of him standing, bro, nigga, you, you so you go to you so you go to the civil rights museum and look at the white people like they were only you know what I'm saying them they're only fourteen year olds there you know like you know you you you, you know, come on bro is this is this what you're really trying to do at this moment you feel me? i mean that I, I I'm there's just no excuse you you have to at minimum say that's fucked up right at minimum that's fucked up and Jerry has some explaining right. to do that I know Jerry personally. I do not I have not experienced that from him, but he has some explaining right. to do with this. At minimum, anything else to me is some fuck shit. You know what I mean? I just can't imagine, nigga. I, honestly, bro. We all got our number, right? We talked about it. I will be a lame-ass, fuck-ass nigga for some money. You will never see me defending a motherfucking white man, you know what I'm saying, standing in front of teenagers, preventing them from going to school, like you said, traumatizing these kids for the rest of their life. Never. There's no number for that. There's just zero excuse for it. And I and I, I and I think and I, I don't think Stephen A is like he, you know he, he gets on television and he's really good at that job on television. But I think he's much more than that. I know a lot of people that fuck with him that say he's right. solid and all that a shit. Agree, and agree I think he's, he's a smart man too. He just move, he you know this he, he plays a <clears throat> but role. But this was on dumb TV. as fuck. But this, but this was, was dumb as dumb fuck. fuck. And and that's some, that's a some fuck niggas uh, stance to take, bro. If it, nigga, bro like if I'm if I t- ever take come on man y'all would call me the same thing if I ever took that stance. You feel me? It just, this, just no. There's just zero excuse. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do that shit, man. I,
1: I want to give props to the writers here for holding Jerry accountable, though, because, um, like I said, he tried to skate with the whole, you know, networking is the key to climbing the, the corporate ladder, and he reached back to to when he was, you know, an, an oil guy trying to secure a contract, and he's he found out that the guy he wanted to, to secure the contract with, with was a golfer, so he reached out to one of his. You know, mentors or what have you, who had an Augusta membership, and he said, "Man, could you golf with this guy so I can get this deal done?" And they made it happen. And they said, "You know, Jerry sat back, please, like he nailed him on that one." And the and the uh, reporter asked him, "Have you considered that a black man would not have had that option because black people weren't allowed at Augusta, right?" And that's the and and,
2: and, that, that and still is barely old... allowed in Augusta. We're keeping it stacked, right. go ahead,
1: right, right. And that's the whole encapsulation of this shit. It's not networking where black people where, where black. Coaches are falling short. it's that white men are not letting them in the network. That is the problem here
2: yep it, the it, coaches it, are it, being chosen in rooms where black people are aren't there. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. flat out, you know what i'm saying
4: it, it's the it, it's the whole thing. It really is a microcosm for the history of this country who get who has access and who is worthy of sympathy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who is counted in the collective consciousness as a person. And even so, I mean, Jerry Jones is a famous person, but even so in the story, the headline's going to be about Jerry Jones. And like you said, like, the teenagers that are in line there, it's like, you could reach out to him for a comment, but they don't get to be Jerry Jones. Like, that. you know what I mean? Like, that shit right. wasn't... And so that that's the... What I thought they did a good job of focusing on was that bigger picture that, like, this is more than just acknowledging that in the 50s, people in Arkansas were very racist, right? Like, that. Right. <laughs> that's not, there's nothing interesting about that. But Jerry Jones, the fact that he intentionally did so little in his responses to those questions. And I agree with you. The journalist did a great job of holding him accountable in the story, but like dog, like we, we wrote the response in the group chat in fucking 10 seconds. I grew up in a racist place at a racist time. And this is what the world was. And this is what my friends were doing. And I've been fortunate enough to work in the NFL for 35 years and gain a completely different understanding of black people that, I, you know, I've come to know in my tenure as the owner of the Cowboys and I'm going to I'll be better about hiring coaches and then go on and make no changes. And you <laughs> right? like like that's what you gave all the right answer in,
2: the, in that moment, though. You know, yeah, what I'm and
4: he didn't even feel the need or the pressure to give the right answer because he knows there won't be any consequences for him.
1: Yeah, you know, all he had to do is say, you know, I went there out of curiosity, but I deeply regret that because even though I was there out of curiosity to those black kids, I was just another face in the crowd that hated them. That was the lowest bar to clear here, bro, and he couldn't even clear that motherfucker.
4: All right, speaking speaking (laughs) of not clearing the lowest fucking bar. So, okay, Tyler, do you believe this is the first piece of Dan Snyder's fucking uh, blackmail file? I know I saw a lot of people talking about that. I mean that photo was fucking crystal clear and I thought oh. when 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 you sent us the headline I was like, "Oh, I'm interested to see this photo because I was like I you know that shit could not possibly have looked more like Jerry Jones. That's that, that <laughs> shit
1: like computer generated de-aging shit, right?
4: That shit was crystal clear for some 1957
1: shit, bro. But um but yeah, you know, we talked about this too. We were in, we were intrigued that he even granted the Washington Post the interview, but then we you know I Kind of connected the dots here. We know Jeff Bezos. That's his paper. Jeff Bezos has made it known that you know he's in the market to own NFL team. So I know uh, Jerry's probably like, yeah, let me return these calls before these motherfuckers really start digging because Jeff Bezos is going to own somebody's team. It might. Right. It's probably going to be Washington, but it might be Dallas if, if you didn't return those calls, bro. And when, whenever they <laughs> sent
4: him the photo, he was like, "Oh, there's no getting yeah. her. Like that shit looks more like yeah. me than I look like me. Like,
1: yeah." <laughs> That little turned up ass Whoville knows and shit, man.
2: Bruh. <laughs> it's funny, you can pick them out. They circled as if we didn't know. Like we know who right. the nigga is, bruh. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> oh shit. Um, all right, man. Uh, the Washington football team, the commanders, uh, unveiled Sunday morning, their tribute to Sean Taylor and Tyler. I know that, you know, Sean Taylor's death was uh, very emotional for you. You're a Washington yeah. fan, obviously very emotional for a, a lot of us. Um, when he was killed, but man, that fucking franchise, bro, L- like, re- like relegate them. Take away the charter, whatever you gotta do. But they unveiled a tribute to him that was a wire mannequin,
2: Dick Sporting Goods statue, bro. Like right.
4: some old Bay, uh, some old navy shit. What the fuck?
2: What the with fuck? Not bro?
4: even the shit that he wore, and some soccer cleats and a jersey that came out five years after his passing. Like this was the most embarrassing fucking. Shit. Like I'm, I'm embarrassed about it. Yeah. <laughs> this shit was so fucking horrible, it's, bro. It's, it's horrible.
1: Like, like. You know, being that it's just the the layout of the uniform, um, Sean T- Taylor's absence hits you in a way that doesn't feel, in you know, endearing or whatever. It, it, it feels like you just remember that this man was unfortunately murdered when you look at that. Like I said, that shit looks like a fucking crime scene. Looks like evidence. It's a fucking terrible tribute. That franchise can't do shit right, bro.
4: It looks like the fucking, it looks, I mean, it's horrible, but it looks like the fucking like uh, the case with Robin's costume on it in the fucking Batcave, bro. It's, it, it, you, like Zero I, like, I've emotion. Never seen, right, Zero I've emotion. never seen any shit yeah. like that in a fucking, in a real world. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I could not right. believe that shit. I thought it was a joke or something. We tragically lost, you know, perhaps the best player in like
1: 20, 30 years that we drafted. And this is what he wore. Right. That's it. This right. is not, not this, even, it's what, not he even what he wore. It's not even what yeah. he wore. Right. This is, this is what, his what number he, he wore. It this this one is time. a concept of what right. he would yeah. have maybe worn. God damn,
2: <laughs> the commanders, bro. Fuck them. Um, they didn't even Snyder. try, bro. <laughs> Fuck Jerry Jones. Them niggas tried. Them, th- them niggas tried less than Nike tries with Lebron's. Nike <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> <laughs> ain't tried with Lebron's in a decade, bro. dog. Nike. They to put out the same bronze six years in a row, bro. Nigga, bro. We was talking about this, though. Nike, bro. Nike in the 90s was special. They had me wearing Hideo Nomos, bro. Hideo <laughs> Nomos. I'm wearing baseball cleats from a fucking pitcher in the Dodgers. My country ass is wearing them shits. You feel me? Like, now they can't even get me to buy LeBron James shoes. You know what I mean? They, they fell the fuck off. Them, crazy.
4: All right. Um, well, let's, uh, let's turn to brighter news. Um, the Lakers are back. <laughs> All the way oh, yeah. back, actually. Championship, That's all the good. way back. <laughs> Trade the picks. We're only six games out of first place in the motherfucking West. Okay, AD looks like a top five guy again. AD all of a great. fucking sudden, all of a sudden, uh, Braun went seven of twelve from three. He took he took a week off and just decided, hey, if the Lakers need a three point shooter, I could be that <laughs> fucking. Uh, I don't know, man. I I know it's, I know I understand it's the Spurs. I understand it's the Spurs, but everything I've seen from AD the last two weeks has told me, trade the fucking picks. The window is not closed yet. Get these fucking guys some help, bro. Yeah. I mean,
1: with, with, with the resurgence that we've seen from AD as of late, I I think I'm back on board that AD and Brown at their best is still the best duo on the league. Like, you know, people could say it's Tatum and Brown now, but nah. Nah, if if, A, if if we get this ad for the rest of the season and we get the bronze that we've been having, that's still the best dude in the league. And and yeah, I'm I'm ready to start believing the lie again, br- brothers. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I am ready to
2: overreact. I ain't gonna lie. I think this team, you know, you know, there's some there's some there's some players that, I, that I've been fucking with. I'm liking how they move, whatever. But like ad, yeah, like ad's looking like he did with the, with the pels. You know what I mean? Like I thought that ad was gone. I'm like this motherfucker. Like you look at this stat sheet. I'm like this nigga is everywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was, and it was like before he get like his little 24 game, and it was like you, you didn't even feel, you didn't feel the 24. He didn't look like he was playing hard though. It might you know have been, a tw- yeah. N- now like <laughs> nigga, you, you feel every buck. You know what I'm saying? You can see he's yeah. dominating and he's a tear the game. On you can defense. feel that. T- Play defense too. So I love it. I love to see it. I love to see it. But Lonnie, Lonnie's been solid too. Lonnie And Lottie. Russ and Darvin Ham got A D and bench. Russ
4: to buy into their roles. And yeah. Russ has been playing great. I mean, is Russ he... in that role has been great. And he clearly leaned into it and is comfortable with it. I mean, I'm sure he's still I'm sure he's still upset. But Darvin Ham did what Frank Vogel could not do yeah. and got those guys to buy into roles that were better for the team than maybe what they wanted for themselves. And that's Whatever happens from here on out, he stamped to me as a coach cuz you if you do that with just Russ, I think you're a really
2: good coach. If you do that with Period. Russ and AD, you're a great right. coach. Yo, <laughs> Russ getting Russ to come off the bench and the, and and, this, and the still play with that same, you know what I'm saying, ferocity? You with that same type of energy, bro? Like that's that's I, there's there's very few people that I think will come, will struggle more coming off the bench than Russell Westbrook. The way he feels about himself in his game, and and he and he's deservedly, you know, his career's been incredible. You know what I mean? But I, that's 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 it's been amazing to see. Him and Ben Math in the lead for fucking six man of the year. <laughs> so have y'all been have y'all watched Ben Math play? No. Benjamin Matherin? No. Yep. <sighs> that that motherfucker, bruh. I and, and I know it's Indiana, and you know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know how I feel about the- <laughs> hey. Bro, they got one.
4: They got one. They got Indi- one. It, but that makes sense because Indianapolis is coming off the bench, so you know yeah. what I mean. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Um, all right, Tyler. There was a video. You're running counter to the to the Twitter narrative here, and I want to talk about this with you. On Saturday, there was a video came out of a dude <laughs> reheating a rib at a college football game. I think it was LSU. No, it was Grambling. Uh, Grambling is somebody uh, game. Pulled a rib out and was reheating it (laughs) with his fucking Bic lighter.
1: (laughs) I was was distraught. I think a lot of people
4: looked at this and thought, wow, American ingenuity is back. We're going to be a leader in the world once again, technologically and manufacturing. And you looked at it and said he's fucking up the flavor.
1: Yes, he's. You know, I'm not a, a, a decorum motherfucker. I love to see ingenuity, you know, on the lines of this, but not this. Because, for one, you can tell from the cut of that motherfucking rib that that rib was smoked, right? It wasn't It wasn't a little weak-ass baked rib. And it looked like it had a good smoke on it, too, you know? And you're going to put that butane-ass lighter, <laughs> that motherfucking butane lighter, you're going to take away all the smoke flavor and have that motherfucker tasting like a gas pump. And everyone's like, wow, this guy is brilliant. No, he's not. He is a
2: war criminal.
1: <laughs> he is, he Hank should Hill, be mad as hell for right his now.
2: <laughs> Hank Hill in the audience, mad as right. hell. Like nigga,
1: <laughs> about five six hours of smoke for that for for you to make it taste like a fucking a
2: gas pump. Nah, dog. I do like the vibes the though. The vibes are hard. To, the vi- He's in that motherfucker eating ribs. And he is being, like like you said, the ingenuity. You know what I'm saying? The resourcefulness. I ain't, these motherfuckers cold, but I do have this lighter. So this, it, 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 he fucking up the taste. He might as well have been better off, you know what I'm saying, eating that shit cold. You feel what I'm saying? But the the, the thought of a nigga in the crowd. what is it was LSU? Louisiana? No, it was Grambling State. It was it Grambling was, it was, State. Was oh, HBC nigga, HBCU yeah, yeah. game. You feel right. me? <laughs> Motherfucking. Flaming that bitch up. Looking like he, looking like he lighting a blunt. That's a the vibes are it about bal- does it not balance out the butane? Do the vibes not balance out the no. butane?
1: It is misplaced vibes here, ribs over
2: everything.
1: Yeah, it is misplaced vibes here. I see, I see the vision, but but the the execution and the results leave a lot to be desired. Oh yeah. man, I'll what I, should I, we should try Tyler? that.
2: We should try to see how much it affected the smoke. Because yeah. it may, it, it'll, it's going to, like you said, I, I trust you, nigga. You know, I don't I don't doubt you at all. I know it. Hey, hey, my hands up, you know, waving the white flag. You the rib, nigga. You feel me? You know what time it is. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe it doesn't affect it enough for to, to cancel out the vibes. That's all I'm saying. That's all it I'm questioning. Does. You know look, what I mean? Look, look.
1: We're, we're, when I send y'all the, the, the annual box of meat, I want y'all to take yeah. one of them goddamn
2: pork shows. No, I ain't doing one. that. Mm-hmm.
1: Y'all about to say, I oh, no, oh, don't morsel. no more than one. I'm not
2: ruining one morsel <laughs> of that meat, dog. Hell no. <laughs> I'll do that with, 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 with another spot out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not ruining that meat you send me, nigga. I'll be in that shit cold out the box sometimes and it's still yes. smack, nigga. You yes. feel me? still tender. Ain't no damn way. Yeah, Ain't no way, cuz. How close All are right we to everybody. the uh, annual uh, meeting? Yeah, meet, like, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, on top of the year.
1: First okay, okay, January, okay. That's, okay, that's, okay, what, that's
2: okay, when I get okay. at oh, Six God. weeks. Set my timer. <laughs> the countdown has begun.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can already Fuck feel it. the leftover meat in my little molar right here. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> r- 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 and canine r- r- in that molar, you feel me? I go
4: into the grocery store by my house and just clean them out of the fucking Hawaiian sweet rolls the day that Tyler's fucking the, Man. The, the meat box gets delivered, bro. Just like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch sporting events I don't care about <laughs> and fucking eat this food. <laughs> hey, Mike, are you the only
2: white dude to eat Hawaiian sweet rolls?
4: Uh, no. I, I mean, okay. I, well, not don't. Long Beach. I don't
2: know. Okay, okay. Like, I was wondering Because I, I, I ain't never seen him in my white homies Cribs and when I was in, in high school and shit You know what I mean I it's, thought all you know, the niggas uh, that, uh, that Kings King's Hawaiian
4: Bakery Is in Torrance Over here So it's, okay. it's in all the Grocery stores here and shit So maybe that's okay. a, Maybe that's the case I don't know But for yeah, I was Here wondering. it's like My kids eat that for breakfast You know what I mean We just fucking Throw them at them Throw a sausage <laughs> on that thing <laughs> <Yeah>. Crazy bro <laughs>
0: Going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players redemption seekers and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
4: Soccer fans, tournament action is heating up, and now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to goals scored to corners. Big game tomorrow, USA. Playing Iran, need a win to get out of group, and uh I'm a big USA soccer fan. I believe they're gonna do it, so I would take them. I like Pulisic to, to get to finally pop one into the net. He was so close, uh, he was so close against England. I think it's gonna happen against Iran. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. FanDuel is also now live in Maryland. Marylanders, make sure you get in on the action also with great offers and boosts just for you. So don't miss your chance at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel with promo code J&J. That's J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com. I know that um, the volume social team, shout out to Bico, uh, would love for us to talk about the World Cup. I love the World Cup. It's probably my uh, my second favorite sporting event after the Olympics. I love all the national storylines. I love going to the bar and watching games, which I really don't do with any other sport. But it's just different with fucking soccer and everything. My question to you is, do y'all give one 30 second of a shit about the World Cup? <laughs> um. See. I feel like the whole moving it
1: around to the prime of sports, that that's where they lost me. Like, I was, I was for sure locking in during during the summer when wasn't shit going on but mm-hmm. the World Cup in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's too much shit going on right now, bro. It, NFL, NBA, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, I, I have zero interest in the World Cup, and it's all because of the time.
2: Yeah. I don't have zero interest. Like, I tap in with Zeats, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that. I enjoy, yeah, oh, the I enjoy homie the Homie Aaron.
1: But I, I'm not yeah.
2: watching any games. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't watched a single second of a game, but I, I want to, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Is Nigeria playing? Nigeria did not get in,
4: which my three teams are always USA, oh, well, I, Italy, I and Nigeria. So yeah, I probably it was, and Italy in, and Nigeria, Nigeria both didn't get in, so it's, 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 it's been <laughs> it's been a tough World Cup for uh, for me for me on those interests. I like uh, Tyler. I'm I'm definitely with you on that, and it's especially egregious that the reason that it's happening in November is because they gave it to uh, Qatar for like a hundred million dollar payoff or whatever the fuck so they just like have to do it uh in at the holidays they have to do it on thanksgiving because the heat would have been too bad over the summer right. um but uh but i will say it is great for those of us who work at home which i do it's very nice to wake up and have sports on until like one thirty p.m you know what i mean i'm not because you're right i'm not watching it today uh but but, you know, like, yeah, later in the week, it's like, you wake up, it's like fucking, it's 11. And I'm like, okay, it's not shit else happening right now. So, it's good. How background.
2: long is it? How long is it? Is it running?
4: Uh, It'll be another couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll hit you offline. and invite you over for the, I'm having some people over. Actually getting Naples Rib Company, our barbecue spot at the 562. Is it smoke? Because I, I might put a, over. a,
2: a lighter to that and see what time uh-huh. it is. <laughs> Yep. But Tyler's meat will be untouched and unscathed. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Unsullied. Until I, you're right. Until I smack that Yeah, you that can't shit.
4: tell us that it's ruining it and then tell us to do it to the meat that you send. Come here. on. Niggas be
2: waiting all year for that shit. To talk about. <laughs> Only one. nigga. Hell no. <laughs> all right. Um,
4: last topic. Did y'all see... This this actually happened a little while ago, but I we we had not had a chance to talk about it. Did y'all see the video of the flock of sheep in Mongolia that have been walking in a circle for ten days straight?
2: Is, this, is are they still doing it? I know it was for like it, I saw when it was like four or five days, but it, are they still doing it? As far as I know, I don't no, have. I, 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 in I've seen the video. I've seen the video. Yeah, yeah. Is this it, bro? I don't, what
4: did? What did you that, think? Have they explained it yet? They haven't explained it yet. No because when ants do it they do have an explanation for it but there's no explanation for sheep when ants do it it's because they get caught in a loop chasing each other's pheromones mm-hmm, and so they mm-hmm, just fu- they right. call it like an ant death spiral or something but i don't think it has really been seen with mammals doing some shit like that and if you if you watch the video it's very disturbing bro they look like they're
2: in a trance yeah you know what i mean
4: they look when like sheep, the when all, sheep when are all... healthy and the reason for the weird behavior is still a mystery
2: it looked like when old boy was singing in the water hitting that that noise uh, in uh in um that what's the movie we just watched black panther it kind of looked like that they looked like they lost you know what i'm saying just in an incident in a wild trail. it's crazy i don't know i i ain't got to the point where if it's another if if another animal we see another animal moving that way then, it's, then i then i'm fully where you at mike but I'm, I'm I'm waiting a little bit. You know what I'm saying? There has right now I feel like there has to be an explanation, a, a logical one. You know what I'm saying? If 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 another animal does the same thing and we see that or another, you know, was what would be she? the creepiest
4: animal to find out was walking in a circle to herald the apocalypse? Oh, that's a good
2: question. That's to be something vicious, right? Because to see them docile would be really scary. Group of big cats. Jackson says, Jackson says cats. a group of big cats. I was thinking a lion. I was thinking a lion, tigers, like or even tigers, bears. Tigers are
1: probably, yeah, tigers would be scary because they're solitary. So if they all come together and start walking in circles. Okay,
2: you know, there so we, we go. That it's makes sense.
4: No, there's not shit you could do about it either. You're not telling the tigers to go somewhere else. Like <laughs> no, <right>? no. <laughs> <laughs> there's no updated news sources from Mongolia, so I'm not seeing any update on what you just going looked it up. Sheep. Yeah.
2: Okay, man. man. Somebody has to figure something else out. If it, if it, if it, goes, on like, if it goes on like 20 days, then I don't even need another animal. I think I'm there. I think I'm okay. like, yo, something's going okay. on. Okay. Length
4: of time or number of species. Those are the two. Doesn't uh, that make plots sense though? Graph. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree I'm, with I'm, you. I'm trying
2: uh-huh. to stay. I, I, I honestly looked at it and I you was like, You got a baby high. girl. You, can, you can't yeah, be yeah. heralding then, right, the end of the world for sure. Right. And then I was like, <laughs> no, I can't go there. You know what I'm saying? I, I literally, I was like, no, no, Let me let me just calm down. <laughs> waiting for it you know what i mean yeah i
4: feel you for sure
2: all right fellas that's all the time we got
4: for today we'll be back on thursday y'all uh like i said live on the amazon amp app at 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m east coast on thursday where you can catch the pod in your other podcast feeds after that thanks for sticking with us hope everyone had a great holiday weekend and we'll catch you all soon I hope all you have a friend like Tyler out there Who will fly Nigga. across the country for you For turning fucking 40 like a madman. So, <laughs> Tyler texted oh, yeah, me John boss, I want you to know Tyler texted me We were texting individually about it And I literally told him quote You are fucking nuts
2: <laughs> <laughs> You told it him Black right Black
4: Friday too bro It's like right. the worst right. day to travel <laughs> Sheesh
2: I appreciate like it though like, like I, I say, Greatly man, appreciate it
1: so, like I said, it's a blessing, bro, to be able to do that now. Like I said, we was fucking Greyhound in
2: it. Right, me. right, I'm right. Sure. Big struggle. So yeah.
1: Well, it's buzzing, came up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Volume. All
4: right,
0: y'all. We'll see y'all on Thursday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host
3: start listening.